0: Hello and welcome to a new episode of the StatCast with your hosts, Harrison Friedman and Sam Greeman. Today we are going to switch things up a little bit. We've had some fun basketball action. We've got a few things actually happening in baseball. We're going to get to those at a later date. But the biggest thing right now, this is not something we really talked about before. The biggest thing right now, the NFL playoffs are starting the following weekend. So we decided we wanted to do a stats-focused introduction to it. Sam has his own projections for how these playoffs are going to go. Uh, I've got some stuff that I found, and we're basically going to talk about that stuff today.
1: Yeah, I spent basically two whole days uh, working out the math for every every projection that I did because it's it's a little it's more challenging than than meets the eye.
0: Yeah, I mean personally, I feel like you can probably do it in Excel. You don't have to do it by hand, but I appreciate Sam behaving as if it is still the nineteen forties.
1: I mean, I don't think they had TI-84s in the 1940s.
0: Okay, true. I'm sure you've got those. All right, we're going to get into it, but first...
1: Milo Hamilton. Swinging.
0: All right, Sam. So for the listeners, explain what exactly you did and walk us through uh what exactly it is and what we what, what uh you did with all these uh NFL uh projections for the playoffs.
1: So last year I I um I did a whole projection thing and I'm continuing to I continue to do it this year. Um basically what happens is I start with the wild card games um and I give each team a percentage chance to win. Um and then, based on that, I can tell you know who's the most likely to be in the divisional round. And then it gets it starts getting trickier. We go to the divisional games. I project every single possible combination of divisional games that we could have, uh, based on seeding, um, because the it gets really tricky because the buy, the number one overall overall seed in each conference gets a buy, and they play the lowest remaining seed after in the divisional round so it's very
0: do you just assign like um a percentage to every single possible matchup that could happen in the playoffs yes like, like, who you think would be who what percentage do you think each team would have a beaten together team
1: yes and, and attached with that is it is the exact percentage chance based on uh based on my projections um that that matchup will happen so i have it for the divisional games championship games super bowl and it's a lot of it's a lot of calculation there's many different possible games that can happen
0: so with those companies, so like you give a 100% chance i guess to the ones that are already happening in the first round but let's say you say that uh the chiefs have a 70 70% chance to beat the colts or whatever it is and then they have a certain percentage chance of facing them so you give like uh maybe this matchup is like a 50% chance of happening or something like that
1: yeah and it's there's a couple disclaimers um one is that it's very um, biased towards the number one seeds in the conference because naturally they don't have to play as many games as everybody else, so their numbers are going to be a little higher. But that's ba- but that's pretty much how you should look at it. It's they don't have to play um, four games; they only have to play three to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. And then the the other disclaimer is that there's matchups that are possible in the in both the divisional round and in the champion conference championships Mm. they'll they'll have they won't necessarily have the same percentage um i won't give like the team the teams playing the same percentage um to win against each other because i think for example if like the the football team i i say that if they get uh, the further they get in the playoffs the more likely they are to win
0: oh really so like you say that it's almost like a momentum kind of boost or something like that yeah so what is it so how does that work for like does that momentum boost only go to bad worse teams or does it go to the better teams as well?
1: Um well I mean the better teams start high. Okay. So like And they're expected to win.
0: So like if you have the one seed in one conference, like you have the Packers in one conference, like and they don't end up playing um I don't know, Tampa Bay in the first round, but then Tampa Bay wins their first game and then they win their second game too, you give Tampa Bay a better chance than you might if they would play them in the divisional round versus in the championship round?
1: Um, or give them the I, same in fact, thing. did. I, I gave Tampa Bay a better chance in the championship round than I did in the divisional round.
0: Gotcha. Because, oh, it's it's sort of like the ELO stuff. Because with ELO, it's like, when you beat a team that's better than you, you sort of, like, absorb a little bit of their ELO rating. Cause, Pretty much. Yeah, because you jump a little bit for beating a team that's better than you versus just, like, a straight percentage kind of thing. Because it's like, oh, now we have to reevaluate our systems and sort of be like well, this team was better than we thought they were. Is it that kind of thing? Yes. Okay, I understand that. So here's a question I've got for you. I have not seen these yet. I have only heard about them. What's the highest percentage chance you have of for a team to win the Super Bowl? And which team is it?
1: Uh, the highest percent chance I have is 23.8%.
0: Interesting. And who do you have that as? Kansas City. Gotcha. What I think is real interesting is that that actually lines up Exactly, with five thirty-eight, they also have them as a twenty-three percent chance. Meanwhile, um, Football Outsiders has Kansas City's twenty-one percent chance, and they have them only as a second highest team. They have Green Bay at twenty-four point three percent as the highest. I think that's interesting. Like, I am sure you guys all run similar types of models, and the fact that it's just like a little less than one in four means that we really do have a lot of parity in this, these kind of situations.
1: I mean, you could technically say, like, if you this is like horrible. Um... Math- mathematical practice, but if you want to like equate the number one seeds to have to play another game, I would take two thirds of whatever their uh, percentage chances of winning the Super Bowl and
0: just because like they would have like probably a sixty seven percent chance of winning um yeah the first game yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah the the more games you play the more opportunities you have to lose and yeah. in the NFL playoffs it's you're never like I don't know um Alabama playing Morehouse State or something like that. Yeah.
1: Always, like, um, or a... Michigan playing Appalachian
0: State. I mean, sometimes things happen. You know, those 1.5% uh, chances are there for a reason. Yeah. But I'm sure you're not still bitter over that. Mm. No? No. No, no. Okay. Well, so let's start out with uh the first set of matchups. What's the first matchup that we've got?
1: Uh, Baltimore, Tennessee. It's just going to be a fantastic matchup.
0: Why do you think that?
1: Um. Well, this is a rematch from... The divisional round of last year, where Tennessee kind of blitzed Baltimore, um, and Baltimore kind of fell, kind of just was a favorite to get one of the favorites to get to the Super Bowl, and then they lost their first game to right. Tennessee, who went nine and seven. Yeah, um, and- I give Tennessee. It's in Tennessee. I give Tennessee a fifty-one percent chance to win.
0: Do you think? Are you taking home field advantage into this? Since so few people, so few actually uh, in the not as mu-
1: not as much as I would.
0: How much would? What's the difference in? between the two
1: uh if this if tennessee had a, a real home field advantage i would give them probably two or three extra percent
0: okay well what football outsider says about tennessee is that last so last season baltimore had the best offense in football and a top five defense in football and this year it's not quite the same they have the 11th ranked offense from a dvoa which is basically a catch-all thing for how good your offense is or how good your defense or special teams are and has then it says they have the number nine defense, and the number two special teams. That all makes a lot of sense. It, it places them basically about the tenth best team in the league, maybe a little bit higher higher than that, just because other teams like don't necessarily do all that well in some of the stats. But you know where it has um, to, uh, Tennessee as far as offense goes.
1: Offense, it has to be at like top three or top five.
0: Yeah, it's got them number. Let's see, I don't see the. Uh, it's got them number four in the entire league, yeah. but. Offense, but at the same time, for their defense, it has them as number 29 in the entire league, and special teams is number 28. Because they're not going to get the double, not, I guess it was a single doink, they're not going to get a doinking in every time. So, is that something that starts to worry you a little bit? Because last year, Tennessee didn't have the best events in the league, but it was a lot better than they had this year. Lamar Jackson seems to be a little more ready for this. Baltimore is a team that, as far as hot streaks go, whether or not momentum is real, they definitely have seen more real than a lot of other teams have in recent weeks. I know yeah. Tennessee is favored because they're the home team, but I'm looking at this like I would have the Ravens favored, just absolutely. And five thirty eight agrees with me. They have the Ravens as a fifty seven percent chance to make the next round.
1: Two or three weeks ago I would have had I would have had uh similar to that. What changed? to a five thirty eight? Um Tennessee not being that competitive with Green Bay and almost losing to Houston. And Baltimore running through everybody and run, rushing for four hundred yards. Wait, so what
0: are your odds right now?
1: Uh, Tennessee fifty-one
0: right now. I don't know. Five thirty has Baltimore at fifty-seven, Tennessee forty-three.
1: Yeah, so I would have had Baltimore, uh, in at least at like fifty-five. Wait, so you're uh, Tennessee? No,
0: sorry, other way around. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, so I would have had probably like closer to 60-40. for uh, the Titans
0: against the Ravens. Yeah, two weeks ago. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, both of those teams, like there's a significant difference in their ELO, according to 538. Uh So the Titans have, are 79 points worse by ELO than Baltimore. Baltimore's, according to ELO, the fifth best team in all of football. And Titans are number 10, which I mean, or actually number nine, which is not like terrible, but it's not quite on that Baltimore level. There's like a significant gap. There are four teams that are definitely better than everybody else, which are the top two seeds in each conference, according to five thirty-eight. And then Baltimore is the best of the rest. Which I,
1: think is I, think, interesting. I think that's relatively accurate.
0: Yeah. You've got a little uh, your own little grouping of Ravens, Bucks, Seahawks, which like to me, those are the kind of teams that are probably the likeliest to knock off the top two seeds in the conferences.
1: Do you agree there? Ravens, Bucks, Seahawks. Uh, I think Bucks and Seahawks are there's not really anybody that seems that's I don't see many people threatening Green Bay.
0: Yeah. Green Bay. Everyone likes the Packers and everyone likes the Chiefs this year. I mean, it helps. it It's a great year to be a one seed, but at the same time, maybe it isn't. It's a terrible year to be a two seed, I think, because with if you're a two seed, you usually have a bye and you have home field advantage in every round except like if you're playing the number one seed uh, in either conference. But if you're the one seed this year, you at least like you you might you home field advantage doesn't really matter, but at the very least you do have to buy the first week, so you don't have to play. Like, for instance, the Saints have an 85% chance to make the divisional round, but the Packers obviously have 100% chance to make the divisional round because they have to buy.
1: Wow, that's... I'm lower on New Orleans than a lot of people.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, that's just 538. The Saints are going to be playing the Bears. It's not like this is a terrific Bears team. And Drew Brees has looked better in recent weeks, but we'll get to that when we get to it. Uh, What's our next matchup?
1: Cleveland and Pittsburgh.
0: This... uh, I don't know where to go with this one. I... You can tell me what you've got after, but these two teams, both I feel like are under are have been overperforming this season. I think the Browns are e- like they're not the worst team in the playoffs. Washington and um, Chicago are worse than that, but the Browns are really not a great team. I think the Browns have a DVOA underneath Atlanta. Atlanta, who by the way went five and twelve, but four and twelve, and I believe has the number five overall pick this year. So or fourth overall, I'm not quite sure where they ended up landing, but nevertheless, that's where the the Browns were worse than them, but at the same time, you have a Pittsburgh team that played the, one of the easiest schedules in the entire NFL, uh, reminds me a lot of the Patriots last year. Remember how the Patriots started eight and zero, then went four and four and, uh, got blitzed by Tennessee in their, uh, first round matchup.
1: Oh, hundred percent. Remember that.
0: Yeah. So that's what Pittsburgh this year reminds me of, of a team that just quite can't do that. Like they have probably the best defense in football, but at the same time, that's beating up a bunch of bad teams and so i don't know where to go with this one because i don't think that either team is for real at all so what have you got
1: it makes it easy to predict when neither team is gonna last more than more than one or maybe two rounds i have cleveland at 57 percent. really yeah
0: interesting pittsburgh has
1: been pittsburgh has been losing and losing badly and they didn't play their starters even though they could have even though they had something ish to play for they could have gotten the two seed
0: yeah if they went had won and the bills had lost they have the two seed right there but did they want to play the Browns? actually to be fair they didn't know who they were going to play because uh the five through seven, five through eight really was so messed up that anything could really have happened but so you have the browns as the team to win what do you like about this browns team because i don't know if i'm seeing it
1: uh the two-headed rushing attack baker looking more and more like he's uh improvising out there which is what he should be doing as a pretty good quarterback um and he's got weapons he's got landry he's got Richard higgins donovan peoples jones yeah um
0: their offense is good i'll i'm with you on there but i think they're just gonna get gashed on the defensive i don't know what they have out of Miles Garrett like,
1: really they really don't have to worry about anybody scrambling True. which is i think gonna be uh v- and they don't really have to worry about much of a run either so i think that they can
0: although uh didn't uh what's his name uh benny did benny snell like have a big game a few weeks back am i missing that i don't even know who's healthy honestly at this point with pittsburgh but the issue with pittsburgh is that they can throw to so many guys so many receivers who like again also don't know if they're gonna be healthy but like juju smith smith schuster deontay johnson those kind of guys are you not a little worried for the browns
1: Uh no, because the Browns beat the Pittsburgh Steelers.
0: Well, they beat them in week seventeen, but did they beat them in the previous game? uh
1: Pretty sure the
0: Steelers won that one.
1: They might have, but that was, uh, I think, very different circumstance. I think I don't. Once again, Browns have have the momentum, hundred percent.
0: I don't know about momentum, but I would say that I think the Steelers are probably a better choice to win. But, like, this is kind of a matchup between two teams who you're not quite sure how they ended up here, especially with how they've been playing recently.
1: I don't think Cleveland is the Tennessee of from last year, but I think they could pull off this upset. Okay. I think they're the team to pull
0: off a first-round upset. I agree with you and them not being the Tennessee of last year. The only thing that's similar is the fact that they've got terrific, like, a terrific rushing attack the difference is that tennessee's defense was really good i thought they were coached very well and i think kevin stefanski the browns coach is fine i and tan has actually been one of the best quarterbacks in football over the last couple seasons while baker mayfield has been decidedly mediocre i well, would have yeah, this for freddie kitchens is
1: not <laughs> if you baker was very bad because of kitchens he would kitchens did not call any plays that well i really just don't like him as a head coach
0: but even stefanski this year like they haven't been amazing that's just is, this is what I think, personally. But I understand how uh you might differ on that end. I don't know. Do you so you really think that the Browns are gonna win this week? Yes. Okay. Well, anything can happen. Uh let's see, football outsiders. I don't think they have specific odds on or they might have odds on who's gonna win this week, but they have Cleveland as a six point five percent chance to make the conference finals while uh let me
1: see uh, five thirty eight uh, has nine have... percent. Huh.
0: I have at met 17%. 17%. Well, I mean, you're higher than them on most. So at the very least, you've got that. I don't know what uh, where they're going to end up, but I guess we'll see. Um, so what's the next thing that we've got?
1: Indianapolis and Buffalo.
0: <laughs> okay. This one, I think, is going to be just a smackdown. It is. I got to imagine you have Buffalo at least as like a 75% chance to win. 78. Nice. Oh, listen, uh, this is a pretty fine Colts team. I like this Colts team. It's not like it's a terrible team. I would prefer them over the Browns or the Steelers, but at the same time, like they're not going to win. They got a pretty good offense, very good defense, special teams is pretty good. DVOA likes them in a lot of ways, but oh my goodness, like Buffalo might be the best team in football right now. Yeah. So yeah, let's talk about Buffalo. Do you think that? So, no one is saying that like it's that we shouldn't be taking the Chiefs seriously, but maybe some people are implying it. This is a team that's gotten very lucky. They have a great record in one score games, and obviously, you know Patrick Mahomes can win you anything. But Buffalo has just been absolutely taking teams behind the woodshed the last few weeks, and they seem to have just an offense that's on fire. Their defense is terrific. Would you be opposed to having them as like the favorite? In the AFC, uh, assuming that they make the next round?
1: Uh, assuming that they make the next round, uh, yes. You would? Yes. So well, the... Not, the, not the favorite, but I would put them among the favorites.
0: I mean, they're obviously among the favorites. So they're two seed in the I would
1: put, AFC. Uh, right now, I have them as the best uh, non buy team. Okay. Well, in either conference.
0: Yeah. According to 538, they have. Um, buffalo's elo as just three points higher than uh the chiefs which is a little interesting and according to dvoa uh buffalo is two spots ahead of the chiefs the chiefs obviously have a better chance of making the super bowl or like making the conference championship even because like buffalo is just less likely to make the first like get out of the first round because of the fact that they have to play in there but in the game where you have them playing against each other who do, whom do you have favored
1: uh f- Kansas City Buffalo yeah uh, that would be have to be a conference game i have Kansas City at 54%.
0: Okay. What are the odds of that happening? I think we would all be super excited to see a Kansas City Buffalo matchup.
1: It's by far the most uh likely championship game that i have. It's at
0: 35.8%. What's the second highest in any in any conference?
1: Uh New Orleans and Green Bay, 27%.
0: Gotcha. Interesting. What do you think about that that matchup, that possible matchup between Chiefs and Bills which we may or may not see?
1: It honestly might be the de facto Super Bowl. Really? Yeah, because Green Bay hasn't faced that stiff competition all year.
0: Yeah, the Saints people people are very much up and down about the Saints. Five thirty eight has them as the best team in football. Drew Brees his any his yards per attempt have been actually going up the last several. He's not afraid to throw deep, which has been a real issue with Brees because I think he, I think he was the second lowest in the entire. NFL uh, up until he got injured and then he's his yards per attempt jump by about adjusted yards per attempt jump by about three yards per attempt which is kind of insane so I don't know if we're getting a revamped Saints team but I agree with you that I still think that Chiefs and Bills would be the most entertaining game because you don't really know if the Chiefs can stop the Bills but the Chiefs team just has so many weapons and Patrick Mahomes is so great that you've got to imagine that it would uh, absolutely have to come down to the wire we'll see if josh allen can handle the bright lights i don't know if i mean like i
1: feel like josh allen uh doesn't give a uh an f about the bright lights or any of that i think he just goes out and plays quarterback i agree with you he seems like he's I'm pretty sure he was number one this year in fantasy points for quarterbacks.
0: So the that draft was what was it Baker, Baker, number one, Josh Allen, top five. I think it was like five or six or something. Ro-
1: Rosen was in that draft. Rosen was 10.
0: Lamar Jackson's at the end of the first round.
1: Drafted as a wide receiver, I think.
0: Exactly. So Bills, Ravens, and Browns are all in the playoffs this year. Do you think that we see one of those quarterbacks in a Super Bowl, in the Super Bowl?
1: Bills, Ravens, Browns. Let me tell you uh, what the odds of it are. Bills, Ravens, Browns. Let me calculate this. I'd give it about a 40% chance.
0: Okay. That's pretty good. It th- that draft was not very long ago. I think this is, what, the third season that they've all been in the league? Is this is the third or the fourth?
1: Um, This is the third.
0: Okay. So of all those guys, yeah, I got to imagine that Josh Allen's just his team is the most likely to make him. Not necessarily because of him, cut maybe partly because of Stefan Diggs, who I was talking up all before the season. I the Bills got him for a much lower price than they uh may have had to pay. And he is like he's one of the best wide receivers in football. And he already had and he had been one of the best wide receivers in football the previous few years. He just had been completely underrated. But he's been terrific for them this year. Obviously their defense has been great. They've just they've been strong top to bottom. And yeah, I really like this Bills team. All right. What do we got as the next team?
1: Tampa Bay and the Washington football team.
0: Do you see this going anyway but a Tampa Bay win? No. What do you got as the odds?
1: Uh seventy-one percent
0: Tampa Bay. It actually lines up exactly with uh five thirty eight. They're also at seventy one twenty nine, which is pretty interesting. Here's the only thing that I'm worried about. I think Tampa Bay is a top five team in football, regardless of what uh five thirty eight says. I think that they are probably are easily the likeliest five seed to uh, make the Super Bowl. Or the five through seven of the wild card teams, like that's not even close. I think they might be likelier than Baltimore's, any other Baltimore is a five. I think I know. I think Tampa. I would have Tampa Bay is likelier than Baltimore. I think Baltimore is a tougher tougher slate ahead of them. Interestingly enough, uh, five thirty eight has uh, both of them as the same odds to make the Super Bowl. Both of them, it has them both at ten percent, which I think is kind of interesting.
1: But I have Baltimore at ten percent and Tampa Bay at fourteen percent.
0: Okay, then you have them as higher. So yeah, I have the. I think I have would have them as the highest. Like of any of the three through seven seeds to uh, make the Super Bowl, the like the kind of team where you have to win at least um, one game on, or probably two games on the road just to get there. Which I mean, you know, Seattle really I have here. fractionally
1: higher than them.
0: Okay, that makes sense. Seattle, Seattle is close to them. The question is whether or not we can trust them. I don't know. It really means to be seen, but anyway. At the same time, isn't this Washington team sort of completely built to stop Tom Brady? No. Yes. Here's what here's why I think so. The thing with Brady that he's always struggled with is if you can rush four and drop seven as a Giants fan, I think, you know, this very well. It was the recipe for success in both Super Bowls where you guys beat Brady.
1: Well, I mean, because we had four good rushers and we had seven good DBs or not seven DBs, but we had five, four or five good DBs and three, three good linebackers.
0: Yeah. The thing about Washington is that their front four is absolutely scary. It might already be like top three in the league. I don't know about the rest of their defense, but the various like that Chase Young led group, it's been absolutely terrifying for opposing quarterbacks. The only issue is that Tampa Bay also has a very good defense and Washington's offense is kind of a lot of blah. So it actually is the worst offense in football, which but their defense is the third best in football. So that's why I'm so intrigued by this game. Like then why otherwise wouldn't be? Tampa Bay number three offense in football. Number five defense in football, kind of bad special teams because Ryan Suckup misses a lot of extra points. But what can you do with that? But aren't you a little intrigued to see like what happens if Brady like is seeing ghosts from the very beginning? He's still kind of old. I know they've like been just tearing the roof off of uh, teams for the, like the past several weeks. They've just been like dropping uh six seven touchdowns on them every game. Do we see a slower kind of game here? Is there anything left in Alex Smith's tank? Uh no and no Washington gets blitzed hundred percent. I think you're right. I think it's the likeliest thing, but if I'm watching an upset alert of like a real upset, not just one, it was like oh this team has like a fifty five percent chance. If I'm looking at the teams that have like a seventy percent chance or higher to win, this is the one that I'm circling.
1: Well, because there aren't many seventy percent chances
0: in the first round. Yeah, that's I would say. First round, there's
1: four two that I have.
0: Well, oh, you wouldn't say the Seahawks, Seahawks, Saints, Bucks, Bills. No. New Orleans, oh. I have sixty nine. Okay, pretty nice, but not as high. All right, so why don't we talk about New Orleans then?
1: Okay, New Orleans and the Bears. Yeah, I have You as I said, I have them at uh, sixty nine.
0: This is the kind of thing where it's not like you think one like the better team is uh with with Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay is just so good that even like the stuff that Washington can do to them isn't going to stop them from still winning. With the Saints, you're almost worried that they're going to shoot themselves in the foot. That's, like, yeah,
1: that's yeah, that's 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 my concern with both New Orleans and Seattle yeah. because they have been similar to the Packers of last year. They haven't really been able to put together two good halves of football in the same game.
0: Yeah, the only thing that I will say to that though is that the Bears friggin' suck. I mean, this is not a good Bears team. This like it was really funny. I think the Bears were like great as like a funny team is like oh you think the bears are gonna make the playoffs this year And then mitch trubisky kind of gets them in somehow in a way that no one really understands how the hell it happened but new orleans has the best dvoa in football this year uh they have the best elo in football this year the advanced stats love them the eye test doesn't love them would you agree with me there
1: yeah i don't know i do not
0: like watching them play yeah like stats can't measure like how nervous you are watching a team that eventually does pull out a victory but come on can you see can you see the bears doing anything all they've got is david montgomery and they can't do that all game they've got alan right? robinson still right alan robinson even didn't even show up to the Packers game I, I think he like missed the flight or something like that i didn't see him at all i even made like a catch
1: uh, yeah no i don't think he even got targeted in the first half
0: yeah darnell mooney was the guy who was doing everything everything for him he got hurt he got knocked up a little bit knocked out I don't, not knocked out, but he got a little uh, beat up. I think he'll be fine for that game. But yeah, this Bears team is not n- anywhere close to as good as the Saints team. Like, I think it's going to be just, a, they're going to be absolutely demolished. I think this might be like the easiest game to predict in the entire first round. Uh,
1: I would think Buffalo the Buffalo game is way easier
0: to predict. You So you think that a team that's 8-8 eight and eight has a better chance to win than a team that's 11-5? and five, the, As like soft, I, I, and 5 I, as that may be? I ha- I didn't really
1: watch any of the Colts, but I can guarantee you that there's there. If I watched the back, there's no way that they went eleven and five. There's something that like the refs that like the well, we they played Jacksonville twice. Uh, yeah, but I, still, like yeah, but they they lost one of those games. They almost imagine, <laughs> imagine if here, here's here's the thing. Imagine if Jacksonville went two and fourteen, and, and their the were- 14 was bookended by a star a. Uh, opening game win against the Colts and, and then, then the closing game, game, game. win against the Colts.
0: That almost happened. Like there was a time yesterday where we were kind of like, "Wait, is Jacksonville going to win this football game are they going to pull this one out?" And they didn't. They didn't. But, yeah. yeah that was a little uh that was a little uh, nerve-wracking if you're a Colts fan. And then the Colts, ooh, they almost won the division. That uh doing in that uh Tennessee had from I don't even know how many yards that was, it was like 50 plus or something like that. The Colts fans in my life were just distraught when that happened, and it was kind of funny. I mean, like, what do you expect? Your team, uh, your team loses to Jacksonville week one, so it's not like you're all that great. I mean, so, they were the
1: Jack- There's they, they still were Jacksonville's only win.
0: Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, I, don't, also, I mean, yeah, they lost to Jacksonville the first week of the season. Like, if they win that game, then they're twelve and four. I'm, they,
1: I'm just gonna like, wait for Philip Rivers to throw a pick at the goal line.
0: Yeah, Phil Rivers the is their quarterback. Court. Never bet on Phil Rivers ever in the playoffs. What has Phil Rivers ever done in the playoffs? Tell probably me.
1: Made it, he's probably made a few kids in the playoffs.
0: <laughs> I would trust Jacoby Brissett more than I would trust Phil Rivers in the playoffs. I don't even know if Jacoby Brissett is still on the team. I think I think he's what? their backup. <laughs> what do you mean he goes in the, every time it's third or fourth and one
1: that he put he puts Jacoby Brissett in there and they just quarterback sneak it every time and for some reason nobody sees it coming.
0: <laughs> I don't know. listen. I understand that Phil Rivers is like this kind of um uh, he kind of just stands stiffly at this point, so it's not like he can really uh, do anything about that. But nevertheless, yeah, this Colts team. Listen, it's Colts and the Bears, it's great that you got here. Phenomenal. I can't believe you did it.
1: They're the definition yeah. of the participation trophy teams. Exactly.
0: All right, so I think, do we have just one more matchup in this round? Yeah. I, I can't get my finger on this one. Like I don't, At some point, I'm like... Wait, this Rams team is actually great and the Seahawks are not are just like kind of falling apart but also like John Wolford or Russell Wilson. What do you got for this one? Uh I f- I feel uh, they haven't ruled Jared Goff out, right? He's not playing. Come on. it's going to be
1: Wolford. I, assume- I don't even you know what? I don't care that it's that's Wolford. Do you see him play uh this
0: week? Yeah, it was not a gr- it was not great. Listen. He's I don't he rush for 70 yards him. and three for 230. Ugh, I guess it's true if um they don't throw that interception then but yeah it's their defense it's all their defense because Wolford how much how did good did the offense do the offense so there was a safety that happened um they got a pick six so that's nine points right there so they got three field goals worth of points that's all are, are you kidding me like that's not exactly um a scary team right there the only thing they have going for them is their defense their defense I know they're not the number number one in DVOA uh, but I would honestly say that they're the best defense in football this year. I haven't seen a team that's been better than them. Giants defense. Uh, Sam, I don't know if you're watching football the way that we are, but I can't say the Giants defense.
1: Did you see how we literally shut down the Cowboys?
0: Okay, you're playing the Cowboys. We, we also swear. shut down the Seahawks. You're playing Andy Dalton. Seahawks, not bad. Not bad. Seahawks are pretty good. But... We shut I down wanted... the Bengals and the football team. The Bengals. Oh, wow. Scary. And the football team. Yeah, the... The Bengals with the, uh, let's see, 29th best offensive league and the football team with the worst offense in the entire league. So I guess- yeah, because
1: they, had to play, because they had to play us. They would have been yeah. the best if they didn't have to play us.
0: <laughs> they were so bad in the game against you guys that, like, uh, if they hadn't done that, they would have just have, I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, finished on top. All right, but talking about teams that actually made the playoffs and didn't nearly miss on their chance to miss the playoffs because their running back fumbled the ball after getting the game-winning first down. Which, I feel like uh,
1: that's not the thing we should be talking about if we're talking about why, why, about why the Giants should, didn't make the playoffs.
0: Yeah, the Giants, somehow he ended up, I don't know how he got the ball. I don't know how he got the ball there. That, that still blows me away. But anyway, yeah, so Rams, Seahawks. I kind of think that this defense is going to give Russell Wilson hell, right?
1: I mean, I have the Seahawks favorite, but I wouldn't bet uh the house that the Seahawks would win. I have the Rams at 39%.
0: Okay, tell me why. So... Five thirty eight has the Seahawks' seventy two percent chance to tell me why it's closer than uh they might have it.
1: Uh, mainly because the Seahawks are very much an inconsistent team, especially on offense. Um and I think I think the matchup that they had with the Cardinals was very it's a very similar matchup. The Rams Cardinals matchup was very similar to this Rams Seahawks matchup. I think it's a they both have quarterbacks that can Really, well, Kyler, are the Kyler, best missed, creators,
0: Kyler missed the whole game. Basically, you they know, had a streveler, they had streveler in for that, and the, that he was an absolute zero.
1: I okay, I honestly forgot about that, but I still think that the Rams have, but I don't get this. You're, I'm not really giving them that much of a chance, I'm giving them 39. percent
0: I know. Well, I also think that like, uh, the Rams actually should have a higher higher chance than I'm actually giving them, or 530 is giving them, but like. I just want to go through, I need to be convinced to give, because my mind is like, oh yeah, Seahawks versus um, John Wolford. Russell Wilson versus John Wolford just makes me think that Seahawks like should be favored like 80-20. Why isn't it that?
1: Because once again, the Seahawks are hor- horrible at putting together 60 minutes of football consecutively.
0: The thing that I am, yeah, I, I'm worried about, yeah, Russell Wilson and the defense. So their offense is just like, I don't know. I don't think their offensive line is not good. It's not going to hold up against Aaron Donald and company.
1: I don't think it's designed to hold up because I think Wilson's going to scramble a lot because he's so good at it.
0: Yeah. Well, the thing about Wilson, though, I think he's like throwing 13 interceptions when he isn't pressured, which is like kind of blows my mind. He's really, really bad when he's not throwing. I think he's the second best in the league throwing on the run, but he just turns into like this turtle when he has to stand tall in the pocket. So the question is whether uh they're gonna the Rams are gonna be able to get penetration like both on the side on the edges and on the inside because if they can get the penetration on both then Wilson isn't really gonna have a lot of room if you only get on the edges then I mean Wilson might be able to break into the middle of the field and if you only get on the, through the interior then Wilson's gonna be able to go on the run if you don't get it at all I mean like you think you know thirteen interceptions he probably isn't going to be able to pick you apart, but you never know with that. Obviously like Jalen Ramsey is great. Jalen Ramsey had a really good game. There's this one play, DeAndre Hopkins uh, versus Jalen Ramsey, which was just like, the guys are mirroring it. Like Ramsey was just mirroring Hopkins. It was incredible to watch. It's like watching the best cornerback in football go up against the best receiver. In so, yeah.
1: I mean, Ramsey in consecutive weeks, I'm pretty sure had to go up against Metcalf and then Hopkins.
0: Yeah. Well now he's going to go up against Metcalf again. So we'll see what he can do. But yeah. I don't know. That's... I see this game being
1: very low-scoring. I don't think more than yeah. 35 points are scored in this game.
0: Yeah, the Rams offense is... Yeah, th- this game is the hardest one for me to call. I know I was talking about Steelers-Browns, but, like, that's the kind of one yeah, it's the Steelers are going to win that game. Like, I'm sorry. I know yeah. that you have the Browns favored by, what, like, 1% or something like that? 7%. But I think the Steelers win that game just because, like, the Browns aren't going to win. But this one, like, I we should know what's going to happen. It should be the Seahawks beating the Rams, but Everything else like all the outside stuff is just making me think well it's not as easy to call as you think and I like where you I like where you're at is basically a 60 40 call. I think that's a really good call for you.
1: good because that's because that's what the correct answer is
0: <laughs> All right so let's talk more about the rest of the playoffs. what are some interesting matchups that you have a higher percentage than you might have thought and that you think could be some interesting games? Well, I kind of want
1: to talk about Super Bowl matchups okay yeah okay. there's many there's many Super Bowl matchups.
0: Can I can um, I read you who I think um uh, who I have so the most likely teams to make the Super Bowl I got to imagine are the ones and the two seeds uh yes according to five thirty eight so the top four seeds they have a between a sixteen percent chance and a twenty three uh percent chance the top two seeds in each uh, conference and then everyone who's not them has a five percent chance or lower to win the Super Bowl
1: yeah five thirty eight is very bad I think they're I don't really like that, yeah I have Kansas City as forty two percent to get to the Super
0: Bowl. Well, he, oh, this is to win the Super Bowl. Oh, to win the Super Bowl oh, wait, to make the Super Bowl yeah, they have Kansas City at forty five Packers at forty two Saints at thirty four Bills at twenty nine then no other team is above ten. and to make the super and for um I don't think I have the football outsiders in front of me. I can pull it up while you tell me yours
1: uh to are we talking win the Super Bowl or get to the Super Bowl?
0: let's do it to make the Super Bowl.
1: okay. How many teams do I have at ten percent? I have one, two, three, four, five. I have six teams at ten percent.
0: Okay. At ten percent or higher? But what do you have the top four teams at?
1: Uh Kansas City at forty two, Green Bay at forty one, Buffalo at twenty five, New Orleans eighteen, yeah.
0: Okay. New Orleans only at eighteen percent. So what do you think makes the difference between um what five three eight has with the Saints as thirty four percent chance and you only have new having New Orleans as a what is it, eighteen you said?
1: Yeah. One, you, I mean, you basically said they're an, they're a very good team on paper. They have one of the, one of the best receivers, Michael Thomas, one of the best quarterbacks, Drew Brees, one of the best running backs, Alvin Kamara. Their defense is not great. Um, uh, yeah, I don't think that they're gonna if they have to go through Green Bay. I think it's going to be very tough for them because yeah. I think Green Bay's defense is marginally better and their offense is also marginally better.
0: Yeah, I yeah, Green Bay is a better team. I don't like. It's not like Green Bay is has been this incredible team, but at the same time, like they are consistently scoring a lot of points. The analytics don't love them, but they're just like, it's Aaron Rodgers. He just seems to be in control of the game a lot more than Drew Brees is, more than Russell Wilson is, even more than Brady is. And so I think that's why uh, 538, for instance, really likes him. And where do you have them to make the Super Bowl? Packers? Yeah. 41%. Okay, yeah. And five thirty has him as forty two percent. So okay, then talk to me about um the Super Bowl matchups then.
1: Most likely is obviously Kansas City Green Bay at seventeen and a half percent. Okay. What would you say? What do you think um the odds are that Kansas City wins that game?
0: Kansas City versus Green Bay? Yeah. I don't it's very tough for me to have Kansas City as less than a sixty percent favorite in any game. So I would probably have it at around sixty forty. That one
1: okay. I have 54 because I don't think with two great teams, and it's an. I feel like the close, the more, the deeper into the playoffs, the closer the games are going to be, no matter how good the teams are.
0: The last time Mahomes lost straight up was against uh the Raiders, right? Uh,
1: like a 30
0: 27 loss or something like that. Yeah, that was earlier this season. Yeah, Mahomes does not lose a lot of games. That's one thing that you can say about him. And yeah, the team has gone down a lot, but they don't lose a lot of games. What kind of how would you see a game like that going? Do you think it's the kind of one where like Green Bay goes up early? Because they don't necessarily do that a lot. They're more of a team that like is starts a little slowly then really turns down in the third quarter and tries putting you away. And Kansas City and is also that kind of team.
1: I think Green Bay would I think I think Kansas City likes coming back. They did the entire playoffs last year. I think yeah. Green Aaron Rodgers likes to Throw the ball early and often. Yeah. I think it would be if we're looking for like an exact prediction. I feel like it would be something like seventeen ten at halftime. Packers leading, and I, th- I would, I think the Chiefs would come back, to make it like 31-26 or something, some something
0: along those lines. Okay, interesting. Um, hmm, sorry, give me one sec. I just was looking for this playoff projection thing, and I couldn't find it. Uh, no, I don't know where it is. Hmm. Anyway. Alright, Um. so outside of that Chiefs-Packers matchup, which one do you think, which one is, I guess, the most surprising to you that it was such a high percentage, and then what's one that surprised you that it was so low? Uh, Surprisingly high? Um. Hmm. I didn't really have many surprises, honestly. I guess when you know your stuff, like you know all the stuff you've got, but like, if you weren't looking at it beforehand, like, I don't know. What's like? What's the What are the odds, for instance, of like a uh, Bills Buccaneers, where you have Bills versus Brady? Um, before I tell you, what do you think it would be? I'm gonna guess somewhere in the range of twenty percent. No, not twenty percent. It's too high. Somewhere in the range of like, uh, ugh, maybe like four or five percent.
1: Three and a half. Three and a half. Okay.
0: I mean, yeah. I, I, I think definitely that... think
1: of. I definitely think of Tampa Bay's in the Super Bowl. They have a very good chance of winning.
0: Do you think that like? So would you? Where would you put them if you were just ranking these teams? If you're so. I assume you don't have them in the top four, right?
1: The Buccaneers. Yeah, Buccaneers. Two. I have them at six.
0: Who's your five? Seattle. Okay, interesting. I can see that. And the Ravens, you have a little bit lower. Yeah, really, I have. You're not a Ravens fan. What's the reason that you're not like all that high in the Ravens this year?
1: Um, because they good? would have to go. I think they have would have to go through Buffalo, and um, they would have they would probably have to go through Buffalo and uh, Kansas City,
0: assuming that the Steelers uh win their game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Steelers or the Colts or the we don't. Yeah, they're playing the Titans, obviously. So they would be the five spot. Yeah, that is true. Well, because, oh, yeah, they, and they have to play either Buffalo or Kansas City. I mean, like pick your poison right there.
1: Yeah. And then with, with whichever one they don't play, they're probably going to play in the next round.
0: So do you think that this is the kind of season where we're just a- almost absolutely going to see a top two seed in the final in the Super Bowl? uh In the AFC? Yes. Okay, but not the NFC because you think that uh, the Seahawks and the Bucks are better than the like, the three through five in the AFC. Uh, yeah. Well,
1: yes, in the AFC comparatively, yes.
0: Okay, then here's have... a... this yeah. might be this might be a little bit of math on your end. What are the what's the percentage chance that we see a one versus two matchup in both the AFC and the NFC in the championship games? Uh,
1: one versus two. Um, so
0: the odds of Packers Saints and the odds of Chiefs Bills. that those both happen.
1: About ten percent.
0: Ten percent. Okay. So, what are the odds that? Uh, what are the individual odds for those fourteen?
1: Um, to make the championship game, Kansas City is seventy five percent. Okay. Buffalo is forty eight percent. Okay. Green Bay is sixty nine percent. Okay. New Orleans is forty percent.
0: Okay. I think five three is a little higher on everyone except for the Chiefs, but I'm kind of okay with that. So you bet all these odds and everything like that. What's one team that you think might buck the odds that you have? Well, I can tell you last year the Titans really screwed me over because you had the Ravens had, as a high chance to win everything. I think I had the Titans as the second lowest team. Gotcha. If there um, was if there was one team that's like below 40% for you to win or below I guess below 45% for you to win in this round that you think is actually a really strong team like is stronger than people might think and is like in the right matchup might line up like might line up with the, team that they're playing in the second round really well or I mean even the first round i guess who would you have that being
1: uh 45 or less in the wild card pittsburgh probably pittsburgh yeah
0: so that's interesting because you have uh, you think that they're um whatchamacallit you think that the browns are going to beat them just because you think that the steelers are just kind of in free fall right now right
1: they're in free fall and they're kind of fake
0: yeah like their defense is supposed to be really good but also i mean they're beating there's, a bunch of there's
1: also no, no um possible way that they can play the chiefs in the in the next round
0: there's no possible way that they can do that oh because they're the three seed
1: that's true yeah there's no possible way that they're going to be the lowest seed
0: remaining and i guess that kind of makes sense like steelers versus bills then you kind of like well wait a minute we're pretty sure the bills are good but also like the steelers team has been there a lot more times than the bills have um has been there more times than josh allen and yeah it's gonna be in buffalo but there's no fans in the stands. Do the Sealers have more weapons? Do they have a better defense and a better offense than Buffalo? Maybe. They don't have a better offense. That's true. Right. They don't have a better offense, but maybe they have more weapons. That that is, I do kind of agree with you there. That they do have a good chance there, and obviously, yeah, we have the Bucks favorites. Like, <laughs> let's, let's, let's think about like our other options.
1: Other options would be the Rams, the Bears, or the Colts.
0: The, of the Rams, or the, the Bears, and the, team. And the Rams, Washington,
1: Bears football team, Colts, Steelers.
0: I'm not going to include the Steelers in there because I have them as a favorite to beat the Browns. So let's not include the Steelers or the Browns in that. But of the Colts, the Rams, the Bears, and the WFT. Um, I'd pick the Rams. I'm also picking the Rams. As long as Jared Goff doesn't play. <laughs> I think Jared Goff is really bad. Like, I am I think that's shared by a lot of people. But I think Jared Goff is really bad, and Sean McVay is kind of pissed that he's, like, tied up with him. I don't know if he's mad at Les Snead, he's mad at ownership, he's mad at himself or like, making he made Jared Goff too good to like not pay him but also he was never he was never even close to good enough to like have a high I'm point. really fascinated by the what-ifs
1: and like situations of Wentz and Goff comparatively
0: yeah I mean sure I mean if you're the number one and number two pick in the draft and you're probably going to bad franchises although I believe did both teams trade up to get those spots I know the Eagles traded up I want to say that the Rams did too. I think the Rams traded up to get Goff as well. But just because teams were not like super high in either Goff or Wentz. Like Jared Goff is the best quarterback in the draft, really? That's just kind of like, it's not a great uh, look for the draft in general.
1: He made a Super Bowl, I, don't, I feel like. Jared
0: Goff did not make a Super Bowl. Jared Goff was taken to a Super Bowl the same way. Who was that guy of the year 2000 with, the, with that Ravens team? Trent Dilfer? Wasn't he their quarterback then?
1: I don't know who the Ravens quarterback was, but I know Kerry Collins was a Giants quarterback.
0: Yeah, Kerry Collins was a Giants quarterback, but yeah. So Trent Dilfer making the Super Bowl—that's that's what we're going to think of Jared Goff in twenty years. That's...
1: Rex Grossman, another.
0: Uh... Oh my God! Yeah, Rex Grossman, like that was that was a terrible Bears team. Devin Hester was the only reason that they were even relevant. I'm sure that's not what Bears fans would say, but you know that it's true that Rex, like if Rex Grossman is the best quarterback you've had since I don't know, Sid Luckman, oof, not a great.
1: Jay Cutler's pretty was was pretty good.
0: Jay Cutler went... Well, wasn't he the guy who, like, faked his own injuries in the playoffs or whatever? Uh, I don't know. Jay Cutler's a weird dude. Did, wasn't Kyle Orton on the Bears? Kyle Orton was on the Bears. Remembering yeah. some Bears quarterbacks. There are no good ones. You try to remember Bears quarterbacks. You can't find any good ones.
1: I think Mark Brunel was a Bears quarterback, wasn't he? Mark Brunel. I don't even know. That sounds Jim, Mc- kind of Jim McMahon. Jim McMahon was a Bears quarterback.
0: He was their quarterback when uh they won the Super Bowl. But that was not because of him. That was because of Walter Payton, because of the defense. You didn't really need to have a great quarterback back then. I mean, it was great to have Joe you know, Jim McMahon. Jim McMahon was 85? Yeah, Jim McMahon was 85. Man,
1: I, thought, 85 I, thought, he was, reasons,
0: yeah. I thought he was a lot um, more recent. Yeah. I mean, you'd think that, but then you see him and you're like, oh my God, this guy took a lot of hits. Jim McMahon is, uh, I don't even know if he's still alive, but if he is, I can't imagine he's uh, really enjoying life right now. Because he just, yeah, he got looking it up. massive, looking massive up. concussions back in the But anyway, yeah, it's not the Bears. Washington football team... You know, I mean, no, he looked, he,
1: I'm sorry, but he'd know. I just looked him up. He looks like an absolute unit. Well, back in the day, maybe. No, like right Eric? now, he looks like.
0: Is but is Jim McMahon like, like better than I thought? Because I remember if I read the Sports Illustrated piece like several years back, just like about a uh, kind of how in trouble he was or like what was going on with his life. I mean, maybe he's all right. I ho- I hope so. I mean, I don't wish ill on the guy. I just uh, hope he's doing all right. So concussions,
1: yeah, medical cannabis, other activities.
0: Maybe the weed uh fixed him up. I don't know. Maybe that's how you solve concussion. It means to be seen. But yeah, so the against against the grain pick that I would do would be picking Washington against the Buccaneers because I think people have already sort of gotten their heads that the Buccaneers are just sort of like you lock it in for there. I wouldn't say you lock it in, but I don't think that I don't think they're gonna lose at the very least.
1: The most likely team. Tom Brady to- would never be able to live that down if he lost to yeah. the
0: football team. I think the Seahawks are probably the like. I agree with you. The Seahawks are probably the likeliest team to like pull a Lamar Jackson from last year, just because Russell because Wilson. We saw them do it the entire year. When was the last time Russell Wilson was good in the playoffs?
1: Um, beat he, he, the Eagles. Beat the Eagles last year. He actually kind of should have beat the Packers, but they gave the Packers a first down on a really bad call.
0: Okay. Oh, I don't even remember that kind of, that stuff. But I'm a little worried about like this specific Seahawks team. Obviously, yeah, they got more weapons. Like DK Metcalf is just terrific this year, but he's kind of been a lot quieter over the last few Because he's had to play um, some of the best corners in the league. I mean, yeah, that might do it to you, but he's also playing one of the best corners in the league again this week. And so that makes me a little nervous on uh, DK's behalf and on Russell Wilson's behalf. Like, if he's looking for DK as like, his out and DK is consistently covered by Jalen Ramsey, and we know what happens when Russell Wilson stays in the pocket too long, that makes me a little nervous. At the very least, as far as that goes. I don't know. Is there anyone else you want to touch on? Any other matchup? Like, what is the least likely conference championship matchup?
1: Uh, Least likely conference championship matchup. In which conference?
0: Total. Overall. The lowest. Uh,
1: Rams and the football team.
0: Oh, my goodness. Well, those are our two, like, deep sleepers. Are the Okay. Is Washington your deep sleeper or is it just mine?
1: It's yours. I don't want to ever see the Washington football team play another game.
0: Okay. I mean, they're pretty bad. I don't know. You know, speaking of deep sleepers that uh, I've picked up, I've I've talked about recently, Josh Jackson is looking pretty good. Uh. Right distance. Uh, (laughs) He's out. I'm pretty sure he's out tonight. That's too bad. Nevertheless, I think that that's pretty good. I like I, I like Josh Jackson. I like what I saw from him during the regular season. And I'm honestly like a little surprised that he's doing what he's doing, but good for him. Wow. So you didn't even believe in your own pick? No, I did believe in my own pick. I just didn't believe that, like he. would— I mean, he's it's on the Pistons, so I mean it's not that great, but like nevertheless, he is starting. That's good. Like this Pistons team, at, very it, very good. Their one through three is Killian Hayes, Josh Jackson, and Jeremy Grant. Three guys. I'm high. I think I'm higher than the consensus on. And so, as just unfortunate as a four and five of Blake Griffin and Mason Plumlee is, I kind of liked watching the Pistons Celtics game yesterday.
1: When did the Sixers get to be five and one?
0: when the Sixers just were winning all their games. Ben Simmons is, like, actually good now. Doesn't that surprise me? Has, he, has he taken a three today? Nope, he hasn't. Shocker. No, I think he's just taken the one on the season. There we go. There, It's it's an hour in, but we're finally up to the basketball talk, which probably means that it's time to wrap up our football talk and save the basketball for another time. I'm just going to give a little, little check in here. Hawks in a close game with the Knicks. That's really not good. Rockets are playing the Mavs today. You know who's not looking great to start the season? You know who lost a game? That they had a real good chance of winning. I think the first game of the season. Oh, they're crushing the Rockets today so far. The oh, Mavs. The Mavs are real, man. I just that's the thing about the Mavs, man. That's the thing about them. They're just not quite. They're not quite up to snuff. I mean, they might like blow the doors of the Rockets today. It's quite possible because this Mavs team is like desperate to win some games and back get back to five hundred. The Rockets just won two in a row, and so I like, got to imagine that Luca's just gonna try to go all out. But I don't know. We'll see what. By the time this pod is up, we will know what happened. Um, Sixers are going to beat the Hornets because I mean they're going to beat the Hornets. Uh, Heat are going to beat the Thunder because I mean the Heat are going to beat the Thunder. So is going by- an
1: insane run because I, yeah okay we're we're outscoring the Raptors by nineteen in the in the second quarter.
0: Yeah, I mean man, the-
1: I can't I can't wait to see uh, how bad we choke in the third quarter.
0: Yeah, you know Peyton Pritchard is good. Peyton Pritchard is real good. I love that.
1: He's a he's a duck alumni. Yeah. Did you watch him in college? I was forced to. He played Michigan in the tournament.
0: I mean, like, it, did you watch hey, him He has 42 points already. Did you watch Pritchard's senior season? Uh... If not for Obi and Luca, that's your national player of the year right there. Peyton Pritchard was terrific. Like, I think national players of the year are just like first team All-Americans are underrated as far as the NBA goes. Because... When they're like these fourth year seniors, everyone's like, oh my God, this guy isn't any good. But also like, look, Malachi Flynn has been pretty passable for the Raptors so far. Peyton Pritchard has made an instant impact. If you want someone who can make an instant impact. Those are the kind of guys who you kind of want, right? Tough luck. Malachi Flynn has the worst plus minus on the team right now. Well, you can't win all of them. I don't know. He's Malachi Flynn is going to be like the Fred Van Vliet kind of thing where he needs a few years to adjust just because he's, his body isn't quite there. I'm... I got to say, I would not have expected Payton Pritchard to be like this good this quickly. I don't know uh, if it's just a flash in the pan or whatnot, but I think that he and Malachi Flynn are probably both going to be in the league for 10 years, right? Mm, 10 is a lot. 10 is a lot, but I like what I'm seeing from them so far. Pritchard's a baller. Flynn, Flynn is, all the underlying stats loved Malachi Flynn. I'm just going to say that. Like, I was trying to find like the like James Harden comparisons because if you actually go and look at the stats for Harden, your James, James Harden
1: comparison. You no,
0: know, the reason that like the Rockets were so high on Harden was because like of the stuff that he could do when he was in college, of how often he got to the free throw line, that kind of stuff. Malachi Flynn did stuff on a really similar level to what Harden did when he was in college. Obviously, they're different. Harden's a more athletic guy. He's bigger. He did it against better competition. Although, the, maybe the less said about the Pac-12, the better. It was a little better back then, but. Flynn had those kind of underlying stats that you're absolutely looking for and that are real good indicators of future success. So I... And if also, you want to talk about success, we
1: can talk about Jalen Brown if you want.
0: Okay. Well, we'll talk about basketball another time. This was just our football-only podcast. Uh, we'll keep the basketball stuff in because, I mean, why not? It's We're going to have... I think it's going to be a fun basketball season. The fact that, like, the 4-2... and two, What is it? The 4-2 and two Cavs playing the 4-2 and two Magic in a matchup for... Uh, Eastern Conference supremacy tonight is great. Love the magic. Intrigued by the Cavs, but we will talk basketball. Hey, the Knicks are 3 and 3. Whoa. Yeah, when did this happen? Okay, there are the a lot Knicks of Knicks and the Bucks have the same record. There are a lot of teams playing good uh bad teams playing bad teams and that's sort of uh, a that, that changes things a little bit. But nevertheless, uh I think yeah. It's remember when like the baseball season started and you had like the Tigers and the Orioles after these great starts and everything? The Tigers. I don't remember the Tigers being. No, the Tigers that. were like okay, which was kind of blowing everyone. The Orioles were actually good at the beginning of the season. Remember this? Oh, like man, A the week Mavericks in, two weeks Mavericks
1: in. i now seeing that the, I know that the Mavericks were doing poorly, but they're last in the conference.
0: No, they're two and four right now. They need a win. They really do. But... Yeah,
1: I mean, winning is definitely the
0: objective, I would say. Yeah. I mean, I think they'll win tonight. I know. I think it's uh, in Houston, but I think the Mavs are going to win tonight. It's their, it's their thing. I would love to be wrong. I mean, it would be great if I'm wrong. We'll find out in a couple hours. But all right. anyway, this is our football podcast. I don't know the next time you'll get one of these. Maybe the Super Bowl. Don't count on it. But I'm very, very lucky we got to go through all of Sam's projections, compare them against what the quote-unquote experts are doing. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll we'll come back to these. We'll see like how consistent, like how much you got right, how much you got wrong, and compare that to what 538 in football have done. Does that sound like a good idea?
1: I think it is. I d- I'll definitely update uh briefly every week.
0: Yeah, but make sure we save the ones that we've got because I want to see what we get. Yeah. All right. So we're going to talk basketball next week. Do we have a pod going up with someone about baseball, a new guest on the show? Oh, uh, I mean,
1: I don't want to let the cat out of the bag. We're not going to say
0: who the guest is, but when are we recording that one? When should uh, the listeners expect it? Um, this week, honestly. Yeah. All right. So we're going to talk about that soon. Until then, uh, I don't know, watch some football, watch some basketball, enjoy the Cavs and Magic Renaissance.
1: Enjoy Bama beating the crap out of everybody. It's Bama's year.